Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for August the 6th, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We start playing for real this weekend as Hawaii kicks off the regular season here in America off the uh, lower 48. Alaska will follow the following weekend, and you can catch all the results on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com this weekend. And speaking of this weekend, a big weekend as we're going to travel with our friends and partners at Crossover.com to South Florida. Miami Dolphins putting on their annual high school football media day. All the biggies will be there. Miami Central, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas ranked in the High School Football America preseason top 25. And we'll be there getting all kinds of video and content for you that you'll be able to uh, read over the weekend at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And speaking of crossover, you gotta check them out. Crossover.com forward slash football. Crossover with a K. And you can uh, go directly to uh, HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Com. Click on the banner ad there and go directly to the registration page to get a free demo. Uh, coaches, what this will do for you is it will save you time and money. You know how much time it takes to break down game film. Crossover does it in a big way, quickly and inexpensively for you. So make sure you check them out. Also want to talk tonight about our partners at Echo. Echo 1612. It is NFHS approved. Instant replay on your sideline, on your iPad, without a Wi-Fi connection, without a cellular connection, without a data plan. This is state-of-the-art, folks. Echo invented it. There are others out there, just like everything else in the world. You know, you the copycats that come along, but no one beats the technology that Echo has. It was made by coaches for coaches, the great uh, crew there at Echo, led by uh, Chad Cargill, the founder. They are uh, coaches at Christian Heritage Academy in Oklahoma, and you can go back into our archives and listen to our interviews with Chad and Tony Merrill, the head coach there, to hear how great this product is. They are selling them like hotcakes. You're going to run into opponents this year that are using Echo on their sideline, and you're going to say, uh-oh, because all they have to do is eight seconds after the play ends, click it and see what went wrong or what went right. You're still there with that grease board, X's and O's going, hey, hey, Charlie, what'd you think he did? Oh, I think he missed the block. Well, did he or didn't he? All that stuff will be taken care of if you get Echo. Christian Heritage Academy brought their coaches out of the box. That's how good it is to have instant replay on your sideline. And brought to you tonight by Southern Sport. Our good friends at Southern Sport with the TDI Razor, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and also get the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Get a discount on your order by putting in the code HSFA at TDIRazor.com. All great partners of ours here at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Well, on Monday, we released our preseason top 25 and De La Salle. The team that has done it for a long time very, very, very well uh, starts the year at the top of the poll. Our preseason poll is a mixture between our algorithm and we mix in a little bit of opinion. But uh, LaSalle has, De La Salle has so much talent returning from the state championship team last year. Uh, Justin Allenball has done an incredible job following up and taking over where uh, Bob Latticer, who's still on the staff, uh, left off. Uh, Bob, obviously the, the engineer behind the 
game win streak, uh, and uh, his his alum, Just, Justin Allenball, has done an incredible job, only losing once, and that was in the 2013 state championship game to St. John Bosco. So go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to check out the entire top 25. We're just going to kind of go through uh, the top 10 for you right now, and the, the top three teams were just separated oh so slightly. De La Salle getting a little bit of an edge over the Allen Eagles. Uh, Allen out of Texas, three time defending mythical national champs for us here at High School Football America. And uh, 2012, they shared the award. We just used an opinion poll then. Uh, they shared the award with John Curtis out of Louisiana. The last two years, under our algorithm, Allen, undisputed champs. They uh, were number one in 2013 and 2014. And uh, we expect big things out of them again this year. The big difference between why they don't start the year number one with their 43-game win streak and three straight Texas State titles is they lost Kyler Murray, who far and away is the best ever championship quarterback in Texas. And I'll take on anybody with that argument. Three straight Texas championships for Kyler Murray did not lose a football game as the starting quarterback. I find somebody better. I, I guess maybe if you got somebody that won four straight, uh, but that doesn't exist, by the way. So a uh, slight edge to De La Salle over the Eagles, but you heard Tom Westerberg, the Allen head coach, on the show last week talking about uh, Mitchell Jonke, that he thinks he's got a pretty good one there in his JV, uh, JV starter last year. And he's also got a kid that's committed to Oregon and Seth Green, who transferred from Minnesota. So he's going to use a two-quarterback system in camp and then uh, before the district game starts. So it'll be interesting to see how the Eagles do. Number three, just a Touch behind Bishop Gorman, the Gales out of Nevada. Uh, last year they were number three, so they start the year where they uh, ended up. Tate Martell, the uh, sophomore of the year for Max Preps, the quarterback there, uh, is a good one. They've got a lot of returning talent. Of course, uh, Kenny Sanchez taking over for his brother, who's moved on to UNLV. The thing about Bishop Gorman is they um, have that tough out-of-state schedule. They get back into the state of Nevada, and they might as well kind of take the weekends off and just uh, they, they get the wins no matter what. But um, that, that out-of-state schedule is going to be the test. And again, we do our preseason poll mixed in with a little bit of opinion. But come the first uh, true weekend of the... So we actually go two weekends in, I guess, if you really want to look at it that way because some states start earlier. But on September the 6th, we will go all algorithm. And that's when we will release our first High School Football America in-season poll. We release it every Sunday. So uh, we'll, we'll find out how it shakes out pretty quickly. De La Salle travels to Texas to take on Euless Trinity. That should be a dandy. It's going to be a, a game broadcast on national television. Euless Trinity ranked number 23 in our preseason poll. Allen has Denton Geyer, the always powerful program there. So who knows? Trinity takes down uh, De La Salle. Allen gets a big win in the season opener. And all of a sudden, who knows? You may have, uh, you may have the Eagles back on top. Number four, Miami Central. We talked to Roland Smith uh, back in May after spring practice. He's the High School Football America NHSCA 2015 uh, Coach of the Year, National Football Coach of the Year. Uh, that was for the 2014 season. They're number four, and they're going to get a test right out of the gate with DeMatha out of Maryland, another ranked team in the polls. So a lot of these teams that are starting the 
year with uh, some good uh, interstate play are going to find out how good they are and if they can hang on to that rating. Uh, DeMatha, the Stags out of Maryland, ranked number 21. One of two Maryland teams, by the way, in the top 25. Number 16, Good Counsel from Maryland, uh, expected to do some big things this year. At number 5, DeSoto, the Eagles out of Texas. Uh, four losses in the last three years, three of them to Allen in the postseason, one loss to Cedar Hill. But uh, we think uh, that Todd Peterman, the offensive coordinator, is going to make a difference replacing Claude Mathis. I think he's going to get him over the hump, quite honestly. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, by the way, for those of you that have listened to our past interview back in February with um, with uh, Coach Peterman, we were talking about the depth at quarterback with uh, Tristan Wallace, the uh, Ohio State recruit. And at that time, it was Jalen Nelson, who was the sophomore, who filled in last year when Wallace broke his uh, broke his ankle in the second game of the regular season and then came back in the playoffs. Uh, he went on to Duncanville, and Duncanville does not have him as a quarterback anymore as the state has ruled that uh, he moved for sports purposes, athletic purposes, and he is now declared ineligible. At number six behind the DeSoto Eagles, Corona Centennial out of Southern California, the Huskies under Matt Logan. Number 13 at the end of last season, they are loaded again and they should be good again. Number seven, Mallard Creek, two-time defending North Carolina Big Schools champ, not ranked in the final top 25 last year. They were in 2013. Number eight, St. Thomas Aquinas, the Raiders from Florida, finished number nine last year. They start the year at number eight. Number nine, Colquitt County, the Packers from Georgia, the state champs there. They finished last year at number four. Chase, Chase Parrish is back at quarterback. Expect some things out of the Packers, especially as they will probably battle Archer for uh, the state crown once again this year. Last year, the Packers beat the Tigers. This year, Archer, with a lot of Division One talents uh, on the team, they start the year at number 15. And rounding out the top 10, the St. John Bosco Braves out of the Trinity League in Southern California, ranked number 15 last year. Uh, we had Scott Negro, uh, head coach Scott Negro, or Jason Negro, excuse me, on the show a couple of weeks ago. And he said, you know, the offensive line may be better than the one that won the state championship in 2013. They've got Sean McGrew back, a great athlete. And uh, that defensive secondary could be as good as the one that uh, played in 2013 with all four of the starters there uh, having Division One scholarship offers. So it'll be interesting. Let's quickly go through it. I said top ten. What the heck? Before we run out of time here and go into our first break, we've got, by the way, Chuck Peterson from Orange Lutheran, speaking of the Trinity League here in Southern California. He'll be up first on the show tonight and Chuck uh, coached at Air Force uh, back in the day while he was there he was the uh, AFCA the uh, Football Coaches Association's assistant of the year back in the early 2000 era when he was at um, at Air Force and he's truly one of the top coaches in the country and really above and beyond that great molder of young men so uh, Chuck Peterson coming up in just a second we'll also be talking with crossover we talked about them earlier and we're going to be talking with Ken Hoffman uh, on the show about our trip to Florida for the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, high school football media day coming up on Saturday and uh, Ken's also going to talk about some of the great things going on at crossover new for 2015 he is the manager of partnership marketing there at crossover so now back to the top 25 as I digress let's uh, let's go 11 through 25 very very quickly at number 11 Katie the Tigers out of Texas number 12 LaSalle the Lancers from Ohio number 13 Cedar Hill the Longhorns two-time defending state champs in Texas 14 South Panola the Tigers from Mississippi finished the year number eight they could be back in the top 10 before it's all over again this year. We mentioned Archer from Georgia, number 15. 
Good Counsel from Maryland, number 16. Mainland, the Buccaneers from Florida, number 17. Out of the Trinity League, Modern Day, Southern California, number 18. Number 19, Clay Chalkville, the Cougars from Alabama, finished last year, number 17. Number 20, IMG Academy, the Ascenders. A lot of debate. Should they be ranked? Shouldn't they be ranked? We've got a number 20. Tough schedule. We'll see if they can live up to that preseason ranking. Mentioned number 21, DeMatha, the Stags from Maryland, number 22, we may be the only uh, the, the only uh, ranking service that has them in the top 25. We did it last year, remember? We called South Panola before anyone, and we also called South Lake Carroll, both of them in our preseason top 25. Everybody had them in at the end. We think Pittsburgh Central Catholic, the Vikings out of western Pennsylvania, could do the same sort of thing. Number 23, Euless Trinity from Texas. Number 24, Spartanburg, the Vikings from South Carolina. And number 25, a lot of people said, why didn't you have them in the top 25 last year? The algorithm said they weren't good enough. We'll see what happens. The Bingham Miners from Utah, number 25. We'll see what happens when they go and get that rematch against Bishop Gorman, number three in the land. Remember last year, the Miners took Bishop Gorman on their home field to overtime and just lost by three points by a field goal. So it should be interesting. Again, uh, the first poll of the season after the preseason one comes out on September the 6th, and then we release every Sunday thereafter. Well. Lots to get through, lots ahead. Chuck Peterson coming up when we come back from the break. Chuck Peterson, the head coach at Orange Lutheran High School, one of the top teams in the uh, Trinity League this year, according to Jason Negro at St. John Bosco. He said, hey, they got a lot of, a lot of people back. Uh, they'll play De La Salle this year. Trust me. Uh, the Lancers have a shot to surprise a lot of people. A lot of the, the rating services right now having them somewhere in the top 40 I agree with that. We'll see what they have uh, when it comes to the 2015 season when Chuck Peterson returns to the airwaves here. He was here on the show a couple of, well, three years ago when he got the job. So he returns to the airwaves here to talk about the Lancers of Olu. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com.
Field Turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Echo 1612 Coaches. Get instant replay on your sidelines on an iPad, no cellular connection. Yep, no data plan, no Wi-Fi. It's all there for you. Make you a better coach. Uh, check them out at Echo 1612. Well, uh, before I started rolling a tape here, I was just commiserating with, uh, not commi celebrating, I think, with uh, Chuck Peterson, the head coach at Orange Lutheran out here in Southern California, how it seemed like just the only, <laughs> a couple of days ago that we talked about him taking over the Lancers, and here we go into year number four, and Chuck, who is a, a great friend of ours, we've had uh, several coaches uh, open their arms when we came out here to SoCal, but uh, Chuck stands at the top of the list. He's uh, The only thing he's better at than being a football coach is probably a person. Always makes me smile when I talk to him, and he's on the line right now to talk Orange Lutheran football, Olu 2015. Welcome to the show, Coach. Well, thank you. You're much too kind, Jeff, and uh, you said everything that I wanted you to say <laughs> as I paid you before uh, this show, but uh, God has been great to us, and uh, it does seem like just yesterday that he dropped uh, my family and I into Orange County, and, and what a blessing it's been, and Certainly friendships uh, like you and, and others that we've made through our three years here have been tremendously uh, uh, great for me and my family. And uh, for the listeners that aren't familiar with you, when you took over, you came from the college ranks. You had been at Air Force for 17 years. Uh, you were, in, I think, 2003, the AFC Coaches Association uh, Coach of the Year, Assistant Coach of the Year. Uh, you, you've spent a lot of time uh, helping young men out, and uh, you, you, you took over a high school program. And I, I, I went back and I read a quote you gave the Orange, <laughs> Orange County Register saying, maybe I'm crazy for taking this job in this league. Let's, let's start there. Uh, what's the experience been like? coming down from the college game to a, one of the best leagues in the country? Well, first of all, I'd say that that statement is absolutely accurate and true. And uh, after three years, I can probably uh, verify that it's ex exactly the way it is. Um, it is an unbelievable league, as, as most people know, uh, made up of tremendous coaches at the same time, uh, great players in uh, in every school. And so we quickly found that, you know, there are no open dates uh, as, as you get into your league schedule. And 
you know, it's it's been a great challenge uh, for not only me and my staff, but certainly our players. And uh, you know, last year you got a lot of uh, a lot of joking that you were crazy when you created your schedule. We all know the Trinity League. Once you get into that meat grinder, it's just that. But let me let me just tell the people here who you have 2015 before we get into the players here. You open with uh, Dominguez. They were seven and four last year. Crespi nine and two, coached by a former Trinity League coach in Troy Thomas. Centennial. Oh, they played in the state championship game against. Oh, by the way, De La Salle. You have them back to back, and then Vista Murrieta, another league champion what were you thinking <laughs> well i i think uh probably i was asleep when that schedule was made um the the only good thing is we can only play 10 and and the 11th game would have been the patriots but uh, <laughs> we had to de- we had to decline them because uh, they were uh they were going to be 11 but no it's it's i think what it'll do for us jeff is certainly prepare us uh for the gauntlet that we will go through once we start tourney league play. Uh, ironically, or I guess that wouldn't be the, the correct way, but three of the five non-league teams we played a year ago. Uh, so we're familiar with uh, certainly Dominguez beat them last year. Uh, probably played our best game against Vista Murrieta uh, on the road and, and beat them fairly uh, convincingly. And, and, again, kind of a game of the ages. We lost to Corona Centennial in the Honor Bowl, 52-49. So we feel like, you know, those three for sure uh, that we're going to be very, very competitive in. Uh, you know, no Troy Thomas after played him the first year I was here. He does a tremendous job and have a great respect for him. And then certainly the just the trip itself, going to De La Salle is something mm-hmm. our kids will remember for forever uh and as i've already shared with them you know i'm not interested in just going up and riding a bus uh you know we're interested in in competing and playing the very best we can and and certainly we're going to go up there to win a football game and uh the kids won't remember necessarily the bus ride but they'll remember the game and, and the results of that game you know, you just made me think as I'm, I'm uh, thinking about that game, and I, I want to get to the players here in a second. And by the way, folks, we're talking with Chuck Peterson, head coach at Orange Lutheran here in Southern California. Um, a lot of people hate playing you because uh, that, that, that darn offense uh, from Air Force has sneaked its way into Southern California. I, I kind of think when you go against the Spartans up there in Northern California, you guys might be a little bit of a mirror image in some ways. Have you, have you thought about that? I know you're not in that game of the game mode yet, but just in kind of uh, the August mode now. Yeah, no, I, I think you're exactly right. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that we do things uh, as well as Dale Sal because they've had a great history there, but certainly there are some similarities, and there are very much similarities between Crespi and, and, and ourselves. So, mm-hmm. you know, the those two teams especially uh, like us somewhat, um, you know, obviously run the football, uh, use some option to, uh, to to be able to do that. Uh, you know, I'd like to think, and in, in over the last couple of years, we've expanded the offense to where we're we're more multiple than we were when I first got here. But um, it, it'll be interesting to see exactly how uh, we defend them and how they defend us. That's for sure. 
Chuck Peterson on the line tonight on High School Football America talking about uh, Orange Lutheran, Olu, uh, the 2015 version. And uh, before we hop into things here, um, talk about the difference between coaching at the college level and, and Orange Lutheran. Again, uh, great tradition on the, on the education side, faith-based school and all that. But ha- have you had to change much uh, coming down to this level? Well, you know, when I first got here, I, I tried to first evaluate it uh, and see exactly what we could do uh, here and uh, and what we needed to do. Certainly, I, I don't think I've had to change a great deal. We've tried to run the program as similar to the programs that I had been a part of prior to getting here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, uh, there's, uh, there's time elements with the high school athlete as opposed to the college athlete. Uh, there's the off season. Uh, a lot of times we've got kids in a multitude of sports and at the collegiate level, generally you don't have that. So, you know, we'll lose kids significant periods of time to go to basketball, to go to baseball, to go to volleyball, whatever it is. So I think that's a little bit of a difference, uh, in, in the two levels. And then, you know, certainly, um, I've enjoyed the other end of the recruiting part of this, um, as opposed to me traveling and going all over the place to find kids. Um, you know, when the college coaches come in, they're talking to me about my kids, and that's been really a lot of fun, uh, different but fun. And so that's been kind of a, you know, kind of a neat thing for me to be able to to do that from the other end and uh, and help kids get an opportunity to extend their dreams and go play at the next level. Uh, that's been a lot of fun for me. And, and then lastly, I think, you know, once you've recruited a kid at the collegiate level, um, the interaction that you have with his family is, is probably much more limited than the interaction we have with our families here. And that's not bad or good. It just is different. Um, you know, my families are tremendously involved here uh, with a lot of different things without them we couldn't survive and so for for me it's been a real blessing to be able to really bond and get to know my families here intimately were at the collegiate level I probably wasn't allowed to do that as much. Sure. Chuck Peterson on the line tonight on High School Football America talking about Olu, Orange Lutheran here in Southern California and uh, you mentioned something there that again every time you say something I guess I'm going off on tangents but you know your faith is very important to you. Uh, I mentioned that Orange Lutheran is a faith-based a Lutheran school. Um, tell, tell me about the, the, the melding of two sports and that because I know it's important to you and it, it makes you feel like you're accomplishing things beyond just X's and O's and wins and losses. Can you kind of tell the, the listeners a little bit about how you approach that? Yeah, I think, you know, for the most part, Jeff, uh, you know, I'm here for uh, specific reasons. Um, you know, obviously we're going to try to be as competitive as we can, but uh, we are just a small part of the growth that that we're required to help our, our boys be. Um as I tell my parents, you know, my main purpose here is to help their sons internalize the gospel message of Jesus Christ because that's what our school is about. At the same time, help them uh, and partner with that family to help their son ultimately be the best husband, be the best father, be the best worker uh, as he moves forward from here. Uh, and certainly, as we know, it takes uh, a lot of people to partner to help 
the young men in today's world grow to be the men that God would have them to be. And so we take great pride in that here. Um, the beautiful thing about the situation we have here is we're allowed to do that, and mm-hmm. we're encouraged to do that, and certainly you're free to do that. Um, and so for me, that's been a, a huge blessing. At the same time, the way we work with our multi-sport athletes is I understand that football is just a part of this whole experience in the high school world. And uh, at the end of the day, when they come back to a reunion 30 years from now, I want them to have great memories of their teammates, their coaches, the experiences they had in football. But, you know, we've had and, and continue to have guys in choir. We've got guys that are doing mission trips. We have, you know, basketball, uh, baseball. And so, what I want to be able to do is help a young man have the uh, ability to do everything that he wants to do at the high school level and, oh, by the way, compete against the very best in America from a football standpoint. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. Chuck Peterson on the line tonight, Orange Lutheran High School here in Southern California, Orange uh, California to be specific about it. And, uh, folks, we will get to the 2015 team here in a second. But <laughs> Ch- Chuck has so much insight. I-, I just wanted to kind of get some of these things on the table. Uh, building upon that, and there's been a lot recently where uh, coaches, J.J. Uh, Watt, of course, just came out talking about multiple sport athletes. You just addressed it there. Uh, can I can I ask you how you feel about the multiple sport? Is it is it better than specialization oh i think absolutely i you know i just think back to when i was a kid growing up you know there were definite divisions within seasons you know you started football in august in november you put your helmet up and you picked up a basketball or you went to wrestling you did that in the winter and then in the spring you ran track or you played baseball and in the summer i'll guess by the way, guess what you were able to do? You're able to be a kid. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, that's not necessarily the way it is. We're trying to create that opportunity for our kids here. Um, concern I have is it's not necessarily within the school fabric itself uh, that the issue is a big problem anywhere, but it becomes an issue when you get outside the, the, the building with the AAU, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basketball. Now with the in onset of all the national seven-on-seven stuff, uh, baseball with all their travel team stuff. And so now that kid who is missing 42 games in the fall with his travel baseball team feels like he's missing out and getting behind the kids that are actually end up playing in that fall baseball league because he's choosing to play football. I thought John Smoltz was tremendous in his Hall of Fame um, speech. And, uh, you know, it's going to take some people to just figure out that, you know, that's probably not the best way to do things right now. And, um, you know, unfortunately, though, our our kids are being caught in the middle because they feel like they're getting behind in specific areas. um, And uh, and I don't think that's true. I think, you know, the – in the long run, it, it always works out, and I r- really believe that high school sports is, is still high school sports, mm-hmm. and 2% are going to go to play at the collegiate level on a scholarship anywhere, and so for that being said, you know, if I've got a 98% chance of not competing at the collegiate level in the sport that I ultimately choose, 
why not do it all and have the best experience in the high school arena that I can? And I, I, I really advocate for that. Um, but, you know, I'm just one of uh, a small voice in that whole deal. Yeah, I think that voice is going to get a little bit louder. Chuck Peterson on the line tonight, uh, Orange Lutheran High School here in Southern California. And let's get into the uh, 2015 season. Folks, we uh, we taped this last week. Uh, this is actually the first day in pads for the, the Lancers. So uh, let's uh, let's we can't say how, how's it gone over the first three days. I don't know you're that good. But uh, tell us about some of the goals heading into camp. Well, I think the, the the main goal that we have uh, as as we get forward is obviously we always are going to try to develop depth uh, because we know certainly when we get into league play, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have some kids get knocked down and and so we're gonna need as many kids ultimately ready to compete at the highest level as we can. So we'd like to to stay healthy. Uh, we'd like to continue to develop depth. Uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time this summer tweaking uh, our schemes, both offensively and defensively, and we'd, we'd like to be able to continue to be efficient in, in the way we do things. Uh, and then ultimately, as a, as a coach, uh, there's a few guys every year that are what we call, you know, woodwork guys that will come out of the woodwork that maybe we didn't think as much about going into August as, as we do at the end of August. And so we're hoping to find a couple of guys to kind of come out of the woodwork and, uh, and, and shine in that capacity. I know kind of in a general statement here, uh, last year when I spoke to you on the field during uh, fall practice, you had talked about how young you were. Uh, I'm assuming that's now paying dividends this year. So let's kind of dive into some of the players. Uh, and, and, and I know uh, one guy you were very high on last year, and it sure helps to have a quarterback in there coming back, is LJ Northington. Uh, tell me a little bit about his leadership abilities for that offense and your team. Well, I think LJ is just a tremendous uh, human being to begin with, uh, raised by a great family, uh, understands certainly that there's a uh, more to life than just being a football player. And he is one of those kids that I'm most proud of within our building. Um, you know, he's an honors choir. Uh, he's in leadership positions. Oh, no, by the way, he's uh, a, a tremendous quarterback. Uh, he's mentally as, as sharp. As, as any kid I've I've coached at that position and physically he's better than anyone that I've ever coached there and I had some pretty good ones there for him. He's very multi-talented. He can run it. He can throw it. He's a tremendous leader. Uh, our kids respect the heck out of him and 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 certainly I'm excited about you know the progress he's made. Um, this time last year we all thought he was pretty good, but we didn't really know how he would handle things until uh, the bullets started flying. And, and certainly having a year under his belt uh, will prepare him even more for the for the challenges that we have ahead of us. Chuck Peterson on the line tonight on High School Football America. And obviously a, a run-oriented program, offense like yours, although you said you are trying to find it the, the 21st century. You've, you've diversified it, I think you said earlier. But uh, how important is that offensive line? And I know you've got some good kids up front there. Uh, one kid's going on to D1. So tell us a little bit about your the guys that will open the holes. Yeah, you know, I think at, at any level, uh, when when you're good up front on both sides of the ball, you you have a fighting chance to, to win. And certainly this year, I'm excited about our offensive line. We have three starters from a year ago returning. Uh, our right tackle Logan Baskey uh, is committed to the University of Oregon. Uh, very athletic and very long. Again, multi-sport kid played basketball, 
uh, and a lot of the skill set he has uh, was developed on the basketball floor. Hmm. Um, our center, Alex Dalpy, is is a battler and very very tough. Uh, performed really well last year and uh, understands what we're doing a lot more now than he did a year ago, and so I'm excited about him and. Uh, and he'll get some uh, some Division One looks, and then our left guard Adam Hygis is our biggest kid. He's six six, about two ninety, and uh, has already been offered by San Jose and uh, University of San Diego. So that tells you he's, he's not only uh, a really good football player, but high end academic kid, and uh, and he's just a mean, nasty kid, and gives that offensive line kind of a toughness uh, and then we have a, a variety of we have seven senior offensive linemen returning and so uh, that's a good problem to have because you know they're guys that have been in our program have understood the work ethic required and uh, and have really really gotten to the point where they're very very competitive and uh, and so I'm excited about our offensive line. Chuck Peterson talking Olu football tonight on High School Football America. Uh, talked about LJ Northern getting a quarterback. What about the the skill positions? Uh, who does he have behind him? Who's he going to be able to toss the ball to? Well, I think our it starts with our uh, fullback and gunback, and that uh, kid's name is Dominic Austin. Uh, Dom's going to be a junior. Split time last year in that position uh, with Patrick Reardon and. As a sophomore, Dom averaged over seven yards every time he touched the ball. Um, he's very explosive, uh, very g- good vision, can see things, and is very, very hard to tackle. Uh, and in this offense, with us being under center in the gun, it takes a special kid to do both, and and that's where we're really excited about Dom and, and the progress he's made and is going to make. Uh, we have excellent uh, outside receivers, Austin Lyles, is going to be a big play guy for us. Uh, you know, he gives us some length. Uh, he's six three, going into his junior year, and really is a really good player with the ball in the air vertically. Milshon uh, Lathan uh, was a part-time starter for us last year at slot, and we've moved him to the outside. And so those two guys really give us threats outside. And then inside at our slot position, uh, we have a, a really kind of a moving uh, target, so to speak, because it's such a different position. So we're going to have about five guys contribute. Uh, senior Markel Quinn uh, comes back with most experience, uh, and he's got a lot of ability to do the things that we want at that position. And then we're going to do some things that we haven't done as much in the past with uh, asking some defensive kids to play uh, spot roles on offense, and, and two of those guys that are going to be big factors are Brandon McKinney and Lance Dravis. Dravis starts at corner force, and McKinney starts at safety. And so I'm really excited about, uh, you know, about our skill kids. Uh, I think they have the ability to uh, hit the home run, so to speak, anytime they have the ball in their hands, and certainly LJ is, is a great distributor of the football. Uh, having played pinball uh, as a kid, uh, sometimes watching Trinity League games, I, 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 I'm waiting for tilt to come up, the amount of points that go up on the board there. So so the only way to win there is outscore somebody or get a defense that steps in. So who, who do you have on the other side of the ball that can prevent tilts? Well, I, I think as opposed to this time last year when you and I talked, we had no idea really who our defensive players were going to be. 
we had lost a great deal on that side of the ball from the year ago or year before when we were really good. And so we struggled defensively. Uh, we were young. Uh, we weren't physically as developed as we needed to be. And, uh, you know, I applaud our strength coaches, Coach Galloway and Coach Morales, for doing a tremendous job uh, over the off season with our guys in the weight room because we looked different uh, up front. And defensively, that's where it starts. Uh, you know, at nose guard, we have Josh Witherspoon, Travis Yates, Sean Muston, uh, C.J. Murray, and, and we've got six or seven guys that we can roll out that are much more physically developed than they were a year ago. Mentally, they're so much better, and uh, I think we'll be really, really good players for us inside. Uh, our secondary returns two of the four starters, actually three of the f four starters from a year ago. Our two safeties are back, and anytime you have kind of the two safety positions who you know have had to make calls and checks and things like that, and they've done it for a year, uh, you're much better off. Uh, Brandon McKinney is kind of our bell cow back there. Uh, you know, he was first team all league last year as a sophomore. He's already been offered by University of Washington, and uh, and uh, oh gosh, I just messed up. Um, That's okay. Keep going, coach. <laughs> he's been offered by uh, University of Washington, Arizona State. Uh, and he's a special, special athlete. Uh, Brian Meckley is the other safety who played a lot last year. And then we've got a, a lot of corners that we're throwing out there right now. Lance Dravis started a year ago and continues to be solid there. Um, you know, going into off season and spring ball, we weren't real sure where we were with our linebackers. Uh, that's the one position that we had to replace some guys. And through the early uh, summer and all of spring, we've developed a tremendous amount of depth there. Uh, you know, we've got four or five outside linebackers that can go inside and outside. And so, you know, guys like Sean Wright, Jordan Williams, uh, Milshawn Lathan is out there, Michael Noble. Uh, and then in the inside position, we have James Burns, uh, Garrett Wessel, and, uh, and guys like uh, – Andrew Carlson. And so, you know, we've got a lot of kids, and we've got a lot of kids with experience. All those kids played a lot last year. So, you know, obviously you don't really understand, especially defensively, much about your team until you put pads on. So we'll we'll start to see that today. Sure. And uh, we're talking to Chuck Peterson. And, folks, uh, what he just did there, that that's pretty darn hard to do to keep naming kids <laughs> and, and what they do and where they are. That's a great job. And as we wrap up here, uh, talking to Chuck Peterson on High School Football America, a couple of weeks ago we had one of your, uh, your, your fellow coaches in the Trinity League on the show, Jason Negro, who we like a lot. And I asked him to handicap the league, and uh, he handicapped, and he said he saved uh, the, the best for last. He kind of said, you know, the team team that scares me is a team that you, he was scared by last year, your team, saying you lost a lot of close games, you got a lot of kids back. How does that make you feel going into 2015 that the reigning three-time defending champion coach likes what you guys have? Well, I certainly have a, got a great respect for Jason and the kind of program they've developed at Bosco. Um, I think I wouldn't want to play poker with him because I think he uh, <laughs> he uh, – he he bluffs and lies pretty good, but uh, um, I just know one thing: uh, in order to be the champion, you have to beat the champion. And and certainly, uh, as you said, they're the three-time defending 
Trinity League champions, and uh, and so until that happens, somebody beating them, uh, you know, they're going to continue to be that. Uh, I like our chances in every game we play uh, in the 10 that we were given to begin the year, and hopefully at the end of the year we'll, uh, we'll be given a few more after that. But, uh, you know, I, I love this football team our team and uh, I love the fact that they've worked and uh, I think they're going to play as well as they possibly can play. Well, Chuck, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the show. Like I said, uh, you, you just can import, impart so much wisdom uh, above and beyond uh, your team there. So thanks for uh, sharing some of your philosophies. And we wish you nothing but uh, success throughout the season and look forward to catching up with you uh, on the practice field here this fall. Well, thank you, Jeff. And I just want you to know how much we appreciate what you do uh, for high school football. And, uh, you know, we've been getting beaten up a little bit uh, over the last couple of years as, a, as an institution. And so people like you and high school sports uh, football has, has done an amazing job uh, furthering the, uh, the, the game and nationally. And, and so thank you so much for all you've done. Very welcome. Like I said, you're a good friend and we appreciate it. Taking a break, coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, 
extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Crossover. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football for your free demo. And speaking of crossover, uh, mentioned at the top of the show, we have a, a trip coming up this weekend. Looking forward to it as I'm going to join uh, Ken Hoffman and company from Crossover at the Miami Dolphins. Media day for high school football. The uh, first NFL team to ever uh, not only put it into effect, but also execute it. Uh, 90 plus schools or, or so that are going to be at uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, training camp uh, coming up on Saturday. We'll be there with plenty of stuff. But uh, before we uh, before we get into all of that of what's happening on on Saturday, let's talk about the great things that are happening at Crossover with uh, Ken Hoffman, who is the manager of partnership marketing at Crossover, and he's on the line right now to talk about, uh, I guess, packing our bags to get ready to go to, uh, you know, out in Southern California, there's no humidity. <laughs> I think I better get ready for Saturday. Welcome to the show, Ken. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, we'll we'll have to figure out how I'm going to deal with that humidity. I'm I'm, I'm Southern California blood at this point. But let's uh let's dive into it. The media day. It's a cool thing. I think it's great that uh, the NFL is reaching down to the grassroots level with that. But let's 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 start with why we're going there. Aside from the content, you guys have been working with the Dolphins. You have a, a partnership going with them. Let's talk a little bit about that. How uh, how does uh, crossover meet with uh, the Miami Dolphins from the NFL? Sure. So we actually started um, over this winter, really, and rolled it into the pre-draft process for the Dolphins. We helped them out quite a bit with uh, player evaluation during that process. Uh, we actually worked with them and introduced a new um, technology application that we have that we call SIQ. Essentially, uh, it's an interactive application that tests the user's perceptive ability. Uh, so the way it works is that we'll provide actual footage of in-game situations and ask the user to predict the outcome of each clip. Now, that accuracy of the player's answer is measured against the amount of time it took to submit that uh, answer and the important way to score. So, Dolphins, it's a very customizable tool for Dolphins to insert different uh, in-game situations and ask the user to predict the outcome or identify uh, if it's going to be a run versus a pass, let's say, or recognizing man defense versus his own defense. Um, the way we like to think about it is um, where the Wonderlick test exists uh, for mm -hmm. a blanket across all the, the entrants in the NFL draft. This is a way for teams to customize that process and maybe find certain things that the Warnley test does not measure. Very, very cool. Ken Hoffman on the line tonight from Crossover. He's the manager of Partnership Marketing. We're uh, really enjoying our uh, our pa uh, partnership. It's really not a sponsorship. They're a sponsor here on the show, but uh, it's a partnership, and we're working on a lot of things with content and excited to be um, in Miami on Saturday for the uh, the local media day for the high school football teams there. As, uh, as you know, we released our uh, preseason top 25 that was on uh, on Monday, and uh, Miami Central, number four in the country. They'll be there. St. Thomas Aquinas up the road in Fort Lauderdale, uh, number eight. A lot of talent down there. Uh, what does it mean for crossover to get in front of so many uh, high school coaches in such a hotbed of high school football there in, in Miami, Florida? Oh, it's great. We're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, especially looking forward to working with you, Jeff. Uh, you know, we have 
20 to 25 sales guys on the phone all day long, talking to these coaches on the phone, demoing them on the, on the product, but being able to get in front of these coaches in, a, in that type of controlled environment, actually meeting them face-to-face is huge for us. We uh, rely a lot on our one-on-one relationship with our coaches to make sure they have a good experience throughout the season and also to improve you know, features throughout the season. So we're looking forward to being able to get to in front of a lot of these guys and meet them face-to-face. Talking crossover here on High School Football America tonight. Uh, camp's opening up this week, and that means uh, all kinds of new things, fresh outlooks and all that, and that's the case at crossover with a lot of uh, new features. Let's talk about them, Ken. What's new for 2015? I think I talked about on our last conversation. We rely quite a bit on our coaches um, for feedback and what they want to see, um, updates to our platform, uh, added features. So a few things that we added in for this year um, is the ability to add custom tags. So, as you guys know, we provide this video breakdown service that delivers a comprehensive breakdown, an ODK, just an in-depth level of analysis of each game. But we didn't have the ability to customize that for the coach. So now with our custom tags, that allows the coaches to tag anything he wants and put it in his own terminology. So a big example of that is the playbook, right? Uh, I might call something uh, a certain play one thing, and the other coach calls something completely different. So now... The coach will have the ability to create those custom tags and essentially create his own filters. So when they're filtering through the footage, they can filter out by specific terminology um, that their team and players will understand. They can tag certain coverages that they're seeing, maybe personnel groupings. If they're, they want to tag a specific kind of blip, they can do that as well. So that's a great level that we're rolling out this year. Uh, we have, we've updated our Telestrations uh, platform completely, revamped that. That's what, uh, it's a professional-level Telestration tool that these coaches will be able to use um, to help their players study uh, and, and also you know, prepare for those upcoming opponents. Um, we're also rolling out quite a few different analytics here as well. Talking with Ken Hoffman tonight, uh, crossover getting bigger and better, compatible with Huddle. Uh, Jason Strunk, who writes the turnaround for us, the head coach at Lubbock High School in West Texas, writing a little bit of a review, not uh, on my say-so. He went out there and wrote it on his own. Uh, they've become uh, a part of the crossover team, uh, taking the dynasty package, and uh, Strunk, he uh, said it on the air, and he, he also wrote it, that uh, he really, truly feels when it comes to game uh, film breakdown that this is going to help him whether it's his own team or the the, the scout team that he's doing there, uh, saving him about $10,000 a year. And he does that uh, mathematic by just saying that, uh, hey, uh, I pay my my assistants this to break that down. And uh, when you break out that you know hourly rate over the course of the time over the year, it's going to save $10,000. So, yeah, if you want to spend some time with your your, your wife, your, your kids, whatever it may be uh, this season, you can get a little bit more by going to crossover dot com forward slash football crossover with a K. Ken Hoffman on the line tonight, manager of partnership marketing. And um, tell me a little bit about um, uh, your involvement in seven on seven. I, I know, uh, you know, most of our conversation that we've had since we began the partnership here is always about, you know, high school football. But but seven on seven, as we know, is getting huge. And I guess you guys are diving into it with uh, with both feet. Tell me about it. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's really amazing how fast that this sport has been growing. Um, we are really excited to be embracing it and kind of being at the forefront. Um, everything that's going in, going on in seven on seven. Um, I mean, every every football team, every football player in the off season or the second season, uh, as it's being called, it gives them a time to to work on uh, developing their skills, right, and, and working working on everything they need to work on to get better year in and year out. Um, and we've, we've worked with a bunch of different organizers. Uh, there's a bunch, you know, there's the all-star club circuit, which has been great. You know, there's a ton of talent in that space. But also, we've been working with uh, one of our new partners, Arrow 7-on-7, that 
um, keeps the high school teams together in that second season or off season where it's all scholastic. So they had they started off the three tournaments this year statewide in Florida, Georgia, and Louisiana. They rolled that into um, a Southeast Championship and Valdosta, and that's been great. Because Jeff, as you know, with our relationship here, we look to align ourselves with organizations and people that share in that common vision, right? So crossover is all about helping out the coach, the player, the team, making them all get better. So with Arrow's platform to keep these coaches and teams together in the off season or that second season of seven on seven, you know, we're happy to be a part of it and helping these coaches out. We're getting them their video, uh, giving them those, those breakdowns so they can really um, come together as a team in that, in that off season and prepare themselves as best they can for the upcoming high school ball season. And quick turnaround on your game film, folks. You're not you're not waiting weeks on this. Uh, crossover has figured out the the secret sauce. We're talking with Ken Hoffman tonight, manager of partnership marketing at Crossover. Crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. And uh, before we let you go here, I think you know for people that are listening to this, uh, and and we are in camps at this point in the the regular season, and a couple of states gets started next week. Let's let's talk about it. It's not too late to get your demo and 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 sign on here. So. Uh, uh, let's kind of do uh, one last kind of elevator pitch here to the coaches that are listening on why they should hop on board with Crossover for 2015 to save them time and make them better and give them a competitive edge. Right. As we look, you know, look to the start of the season here in a few weeks, it's, like Jeff said, it's not too late, um, especially when you think about how much time you're spending on scouting your upcoming opponents. Right? You're looking at two, three, four-plus game films a week. Let Crossover take care of all that for you. You guys have to upload your raw film or forward us um, the link from other platforms that you'll get in your on your film exchange. We'll upload it for you, completely break everything down, give you guys those tendency reports so you can spend, you know, those eight, nine, ten hours diving deeper into the film and just, and displaying that film to your, your players and getting everyone prepared rather than spending all that, that tedious time clipping out film, doing data entry. Um, it's all about coaching smarter, not harder. That's well said. Ken Hoffman, the manager of partnership marketing at Crossover, crossover with a K.com forward slash football. As I said, uh, two of my uh, dear friends, uh, Jason Strunk at Lubbock and Bill Stamball at uh, now Notre Dame High School, former Pius X uh, high school uh, head coach, a former NFL quarterback. Uh, both took a look at it. It didn't take them long to hop on board. They know this is the wave of the future. And uh, Ken, just appreciate uh, the, the partnership with you guys there. You guys are cutting edge and uh, helping us and we're helping you and looking forward to seeing you there in Miami and getting some good content and talking to some coaches so thanks a lot and I'll I'll see you in the sunshine state thanks for joining us thank you Jeff feeling is mutual well, that's going to do it. Woo! Time flew by. Playing football for real, 2015 style in Hawaii. Keep up with all the news at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Thanking our partners, Echo 1612. Get instant replay on your sidelines. Go to Echo1612.com. Also brought to you tonight by the good friends at Southern Sports, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Get an, a discount on your order by going to TDI Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R, TDIRazor.com. Put in the code HSFA. And brought to you tonight by Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. You can get down and distance all kinds of great things. You don't have to scout anymore, and it's very, very inexpensive. We'll be in South Florida this weekend. All the big teams from Miami, plus much, much more, come back to High School Football America time and time again. Follow us on Twitter at HSFB America. Thanking Scott Z back in Ohio for keeping the show running so smoothly. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. <laughs>